Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're continuing in the Archa's time of the Rosh. Our uh, review. Today we're up to Yom Gimel, the third day of the Archa's time of the Rosh. We're going to try to go through number 38 to 52. Says the Rosh in Oislam and Ches. From any food that you eat, from any drink that you drink, do not take benefit without a bracha in the beginning and the end. And have kavona as much as you can. So you say, I need the rush to tell me that. That's the most basic halacha. But how negligent we are sometimes. Uh, to make a bracha rishayna, okay, but do we always remember to make a bracha achrayna? You go to a kiddush, you're eating lunch. The rush is reminding us himself. He says, cover your head when you mention the name of Hashem. Close your eyes when you mention the name of Hashem. Because when you, when you speak of Him, don't be about those who it says, with their mouth and their lips they honor me, but their heart is far from me. So the recitation of the name of Hashem should be something reverent, serious. Islam attests, wash your hands for tefillah, not only shachras, mincha, marav. You know the halach is aside from negavaser. Before you daven shachas, either right before you leave your house or before you start davening in the morning, you must wash your hands. Before you eat bread. When you come out of the bathroom, you make an asher yatsar. You do not make an atil sidan when you come out of the bathroom. And then the rush articulates his uh, shita, an interesting shita, that if you come out of the bathroom for gedolim after defecating, and you're about to daven mincha or mariv, then you make Natil Siyadayim as well. You make the bracha of Natil Siyadayim as well. Ois Mem. Make tzitzis for yourself in order to remember the mitzvah. So you say, of course, everyone makes tzitzis. Yeah. But do, do your tzitzis actively remind you of the mitzvahs? And sanctify yourself in all ways. Be modest in the bathroom with your wife, even a small conversation between husband and wife, one is accountable for. Do not, not be noye kalos roish, but the fear of God should be on you. And be careful not to gaze at a woman, even a single woman. And do not be negligent in putting up mezuzos. Now, the connection here is that the purpose of tzitzis and the purpose of mezuzah is all to engender kedusha in one's personal behavior, be it when one is in the bathroom, be it when one is one when one is with one's wife. Number forty-one, mem aleph. Do not reveal a secret to someone else. If you have a secret, don't tell other people about it. Someone entrusted you with private information, don't tell others about it. Now. If somebody said information to you, and you're not the only one who heard it, don't reveal it to others. And even if someone comes to you and tells you that piece of information, don't say, oh, I heard that already. Because since you heard private information, if you confirm when somebody else tells it to you, yeah, I heard it, then it's sort of a violation of secrecy. You heard it, very nice you heard it. But by saying you heard it, you're confirming that the matter is not private. And don't say, well, I could tell my wife. 
a private information, secret information you can't tell anybody. You can't even tell your spouse. Evening, morning, afternoon, guard the times of tefillah. Start preparing yourself an hour before the tefillah. An hour before davening, start getting yourself together. Try to be from the Asara Rishonim, not only Shachris, Mincha and Marav as well. Don't have idle conversation in the Beis HaKnesses. Don't talk about the Mets, don't talk about the Yankees, don't talk about the Giants, don't talk about the Jets, don't talk about the Stocks, don't talk about the Rabbi, don't, if you want, you could talk in learning. That's it. Don't talk about anything in the Shul. And uh, this is for back in the day when they wore tefillin regularly throughout the day. Do not be lacking in your wearing of tefillin. Number 43, Mem Gimel. Weigh your footsteps to straighten them, meaning conduct yourself in a moderate way. Eat moderately. Meaning, don't overindulge. Don't eat excessively. Don't be such a health fanatic that you don't eat regular foods. That's not healthy either. When it comes to drinking and all your ways, don't turn to the right, don't turn to the left. Don't talk too much, don't be a hermit. Show people a pleasant face with emuna. Now what does that mean with emuna? Rav Goldberg quotes the altar of Kelm. Don't honor people out of embarrassment or because of their money. Honor them with a belief that they're created in the image of Hashem. Honor people with emuna and run after peace. Even though we just said, don't be excessive. Be moderate. But when it comes to pursuing peace, then you should be excessive. Number 44. Set times to learn Torah. Before you eat, before you sleep. Speak in Torah at the table. Warn the people of your household. Guide them based on the Torah in any matter that they need guidance. They should be warned not to defile their words because a person's first accounting will be whether they set times to learn Torah. Now Goldberg points out that the reason why in the context here, the reason why in the context over here, um, the Rev Goldberg talks about the importance of setting times to learn Torah before you eat, before you sleep. And in that context, he talks about uh, guiding your family is because it's not enough to learn early in the morning, late at night, but your children need to see that you have set times to learn. So when they're in your presence, before you eat, before you sleep, you should also have set times to learn so that it will influence your household. Number Memhe. Rejoice when you hear rebuke, like if you would uh, win the lottery. Rebuke is a good thing. And a sign of wisdom is if the person who you rebuke loves it. And better is rebuke that's given outright, that comes from a hidden love. And... Now the the uh, Arches Chaim is talking about offering rebukes. Sometimes a person doesn't want to offer rebukes. Sometimes it's very difficult. It's not pleasant. So Arches Chaim says it's sweet. So rebuke is something which is sweet. Even to give it. Ois Vav. 
from the beginning of your actions, think about the repercussions. Think about whatever small loss that you will accrue by performing a mitzvah um, and measure it against the great reward that is in store for you. And whatever small reward you think, whatever benefit you think you can get from doing an Avera, in uh, opposite its loss. Ki A wise man always sees off into the distance. We know the famous story, Reb Gold records that the Briskarav would say about Reb Chaim, that Reb Chaim would be able to see decades in advance. And some people, they can't even see what's in front of their nose. Mem Zayin. Be careful not to rely on your own mind. Take advice. Accept rebuke. Meaning, don't rely on your own opinion. And don't say, well, you know, I'll get around to doing what I need to do. No, don't rely on that either. But whatever you need to do, execute immediately. And more than anything else, guard your mind. More than anything else that you need to guard, guard your heart. The heart is the source of all actions. Memches. Don't get up like a lazy person. Which means like this. Don't say, well, I set my alarm and I snooze 50 times. But I'm going to be the first one in shul to shachras. No, even that's not good enough. Don't get up like a lazy person. Get up with energy to serve Hashem. There's an Indian that the wake up should be behisgabrus, yisgaber ka'ari. 49. Don't delay running to shul. Don't get caught up on the way to shul in conversation and chatter in discussion. Be careful that your feet are clean. You don't have any tsaya, any excrement on it. Don't allow your mind to wander during the course of tefillah. And focus your mind to bless your Creator. So this is the vigilance needed to get to shul in terms of timing, in terms of cleanliness, in terms of kavana. Nun. So you say, I know, I heard Gladstein say now to talk by davening. And I know the Shulchan Aruch says you talk by davening. You're like a murderer. But, you know, there, even if you're not actually talking, but what about pantomiming and like pointing in the siddur, you know, atta, um, tenly, you know, don't communicate during the davening. No hand motions, no convert, no half words, conversation. Don't communicate during the davening. And answer Amen. Ois non Aleph. Don't forget the fateful, inevitable end of all men, and that is death. Never forget that this world comes to an end even though we basically don't think about it our entire lives, we never think about it. Even on Rosh Hashanah, we don't think about that one day we're not going to be here. Very rarely, almost never. Says the Rosh, never forget about it. It should always be seared onto your mind's eye, standing in front of the Bezdin Shamala, La'achar Me'eve'esem. Tizgar Maimed Hadin. Remember that fateful... Uh, appearance 
This is something the Mesil Susharim talks about. And then, finally, Ois Nun Beis. Don't engage in mitzvahs to receive reward. Don't distance yourself from Averis because of Einesh. Serve Hashem out of love. Well, that concludes day three. Tomorrow, Wednesday, we'll try for day four with Hashem's help. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we'll try for day four. Wednesday, we'll try for day five. Monday, we'll try for day six. Tuesday, we'll try for day seven. Um, next Wednesday, I'm going to be in San Diego. And then after that, the next Limud, with Hashem's help, will be, at least for Elul and Yom Naram, we're going to try to do Yesoid Hatshuva of Rabbeinu Yarna. It's a small little contrast. It's usually uh, many Machzoyim, it has it for Rosh Hashanah. So we'll try to learn that. The Siyata Deshmaya. And we'll see everybody this, uh, Bezashem tomorrow. Thank you for joining. Call Tov. Have a good night. Thank you.